Welcome to 479 Podcast with me, Jay Richardson, and my crusty sidekick, Phil Blackburn. During our podcast, we're going to talk about everything Fort Smith, from good to bad and everything in the middle, give a quick update of what's going on around the state from a political stance, and always wrap it up with the best things that we like about Fort Smith. Join us. Well, welcome back. We've been gone all of uh, seven days, maybe. So it's I get very the, sad, Jay. I wait a minute. You. So I'm supposed to start the podcast now. Phillips already jumping in the middle of it. So this is my beginning. So I want to welcome somebody special to the to the podcast. Uh, our our very own Senator Bozeman. Well, thank you for having me so much, and uh, I'm in my old stomping grounds. I think I grew up probably maybe eight or ten blocks from here. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, this other is your side old of neighborhood. Darby, so this is my old neighborhood. That's cool. That's is cool. it the same as it was when you grew up? Senator? No, it hasn't changed a lot in, you know, in this area here. Uh, of course, we're downtown with all the historic buildings, and probably the chain is, uh, you know, has been an improvement. Of course, back then, back in the olden days, downtown was the mall, yeah. mm-hmm. and right. uh, you know it was thriving there. But uh, I think we really have to compliment the community for the effort that they're making in downtown revitalization, this whole area, which Absolutely. is so important. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, there's a lot of focus on on downtown, and I live downtown, so it's pretty pretty special to me. And we get to hang out at a yep. church here, and that's downtown. Beautiful uh, church. Yeah, that, I think we're going to uh, upgrade the pastors here, but. What'd you say at the happened. turn of the century? Yeah, 1898, our yeah. sanctuary yeah. was. So that uh, may have predated Lots your time in the neighborhood. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we just kept adding on. What do you, you know, we didn't bring this up, but we're talking about downtowns. Um, I know that there's efforts throughout Arkansas to redevelop main streets. Right. How do you see that? Do you see that being something that the federal government can help with? Or do you see that as primarily being a state issue? And do you think it's important to communities? to focus on those main street downtown I think areas. it's really important to focus on the downtowns. I was just in Clarksville mm-hmm. earlier today, and, and they're doing a good job. They've got a, a nice downtown that they're working hard on. It's difficult uh, in the sense that you have different roads now. Back mm-hmm. in the old days, you know, when you went to Little Rock, you went through you know, areas right. like that directly. Now with the interstates and all of these, and then even the shifting patterns in the interstate, it cuts off uh, the downtown areas. The other problem that we have is bricks and mortar stores competing on the internet, mm-hmm. and that, in, in particularly, I think, in our smaller communities, is really having an impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more people uh, are shopping online because of the convenience, mm-hmm. and as a result, that's having an impact. As far as the role of, of state and federal, I think the state, certainly the community, and also the federal has a role. We were able to implement with the change in the tax laws, we were able to keep uh, the ability for tax deductions mm-hmm. uh, based on you know historical buildings. That's very, very important. Many times- I didn't even know that was in there. So you yeah, get it, so, you're, you, you so tell us more about that. Yeah. Well, you ha- get a historical tax credit deduction. And so you know, working with various deductions here and there, that can be the difference in being able to take an older building refurbish it which we've seen so many in this area being mm-hmm. done that can be the difference in that actually making it work in mm-hmm. cash flow or yeah not. that makes a big difference and a lot of these people that are doing these buildings to their credit uh, of course you know you always want to make a profit mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of these people are doing this almost mm-hmm. as a labor of love because they they're responsible in their community and feel like the structures need to be preserved 
So any help that we can give them both at the federal level and the state level, I think is very, very important. Yeah, that's I didn't know that. So that's great. That How that does something. so with that in the historical tax credits, do you see the opportunity zones kind of mirroring well, that and helping with that as well? Yes, that's you know, that's another that's a new thing that's yeah. come in. So, yeah, the combination of uh, opportunity zones and, and these others uh, all working together uh, can make a real difference. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's a good point. And specifically downtown where yep. we're seeing the growth and people taking advantage of those historical tax credits and now the, the opportunity zones, you get pretty excited about right. what Fort Smith can look like. So right. No, I agree totally. Yeah. yeah, so you grew up here. You went to Northside? Went to Peabody, Darby, and Northside. Okay. <laughs> All right. So how is it? Do you, do you check out the old stomping grounds lately? Have you been over to yeah, Northside? I, I hadn't been over to Northside lately. I believe that's the adult education center now. Uh-huh. And I was over there a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was in uh, a community, and they had built a a uh, a new grade school, and it was really unique because it had an upper level. You know, now all the grade schools mm-hmm. are on one, you know, and the, the schools that I grew up, you know, yeah. not not too long ago, you know, you had these yeah. big old traditional three-story or four-story brick buildings. Yep. And I was going through it, and it was really nice. And the big concern was. Can the younger kids figure out how to get upstairs? <laughs> and I right. said, if I could do it, anybody can do it. That's right. They'll figure it out. It'll uh-huh. be all right. And sure enough, you know, it's 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 done great. So you modeled that for them walking upstairs. Yeah, they yeah. all came out and exactly. watched. That's great. Way to I go. didn't know that the old adult ed used to be the north side. I didn't know that. Well, they, Peabody. Peabody. Yeah, Peabody. It was a okay. Great school. Gotcha. And then for a while, it was uh, it was a as, as north side grew and south side was coming online. They actually had some high school classes in that. And then okay. They, when Southside came online, then they pulled it back. I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. I had no idea. But Peabody, about you know, uh, the big old school over here, uh, Bell Point. Yeah. You know, again, that was a, mm-hmm. a grade school at that time. Yeah. And, uh, what grade school was that that Bell Point is where, where it Bell is Point. now? Was it Bell Point mm-hmm. Elementary? Yes. And that's a huge building. Mm-hmm. It is a huge building. Jeez. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine those, you know, you, you couldn't build a building like that now. I mean, that, just right. so yeah. sound and mm-hmm. they've stood the test of time. But you can imagine, you know, in their heyday, and I wasn't in their heyday, but, <laughs> but kind of like the church here. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a beautiful building. Uh, if we can imagine it new mm-hmm. and then those buildings new, there was, you know, yeah. there was some prosperity going on yeah. around here. Our church was built uh, primarily with gambling profits. So I don't know how the schools were funded at that time, but uh, the pastor or what? The pastors typically lose at gambling. So the pastor uh, is just pastor does, enforcing the tie. Yeah, I think the pastor was just making sure that uh, ill-gotten gains were well used. Uh, so no, maybe that's how they got the schools going. Jay, what do you think? We should have done that instead of the millage. We've got two casinos. Well, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're on the other Bluff, side. Yeah. But yeah, Pine Bluff and uh, Russellville. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh-huh. I, I, is it? And that's funny. So we were at a. Uh, at a legislative black caucus uh, gathering in southern Arkansas last week, and the the casinos came down and kind of talked to us about things that they were doing. Chief and Barry. Uh, I'm sorry, Chief Barry. No, uh, no, wasn't yeah. there. But uh, I'm trying to think of the casino who's now opening up in Palm Beach, Sacito or Sacito or something like that. Anyway, they sound like they're doing a lot of great things in town, right? They're giving a lot of money back to the community. But one of the things I thought was the coolest is. They've spent a ton of money on these dogs. So they, I forgot they call them Mal. I, anyway, I'm going to tear up the name. But anyway, it's like a German Shepherd on steroids is what they say, right? So these dogs can sniff out a gun within 
300 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Yeah, and they've got this amazing sense. So they do that. So they bring them to kind of sweep the casino. And now they're giving them to the high schools if they want to sweep it for guns or paraphernalia or whatever, Mm -hmm. free of charge. So that caught me pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, they're not aggressive or anything. They just, Mm. once you hit, they just kind of sit next to you. Mm -hmm. Don't say, of course, they don't bark anything, but (laughs) they're just kind of sitting there. Yeah, they just sit there and look at you, you know, Uh I'm like, oh, wow. That's because they know the guy that they're hitting on is carrying. (laughs) They get very very cooperative. They're not barking. (laughs) You're probably right. Yeah. Right. Uh, what was next, Jay? Uh, Future Act. Yeah, so so Congressman or Senator, excuse me, please tell us a little bit about the Futures Act that's that's coming coming down. Well, this is really a number of things that what we're trying to do is just get the historically black uh, colleges more resources. They yeah. do a tremendous job, and uh, you know have turned out uh, all kinds of, of fa- folks that have done very very well. Uh, one of the uh, most famous that I've been around lately is General Piggy from uh, went to school at UAPB. He's a three-star general. Really? Had a very, very distinguished career. And I see people like that all the time, you know, from Arkansas. And, uh, again, he's somebody that we can be very proud of. Yeah, so, absolutely. you know, there's lots of, lots of individuals like that. UAPB's got a very active ROTC program. Mm-hmm. But uh, they do a really, really good job with pretty limited resources. Yeah. And so anything we can do uh, to strengthen them, and I know that, that uh, you know, the state also is, is doing mm-hmm. things. I know that you're working yep. in that regard, too. Uh, but these are institutions that take the dollars that they get and stretch them as far as they can. That's exactly right. And, and really are helping uh, a group of people that many times, uh, not just in the African-American community, but, but also in all communities, you're dealing with a lot of people that this is the first time anybody's ever gone mm-hmm. to college. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like, you know, getting the uh, uh, the resources from home, the encouragement, and this and that. They do a, a very, very good job across the board. So, yeah. uh, the good news is this is a very bipartisan effort, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think not only this, but a few other things with the appropriations bills that we'll be able to provide some relief. Well, I know they are super excited about that, specifically mm-hmm. our, our schools that are here in, in Arkansas. So thank you for the work you're doing with that. You know, it's it's very had, much needed. I've had a, uh, the opportunity to visit with uh, the administrators. You know, they're working mm-hmm. very, very hard. And uh, the good news is uh, that we're blessed. We've got some very capable people that uh, are working really hard. And, and as a result, uh, changing people's lives, uh, you know, I go all over Arkansas, and I, and I know you, you know, in the position you're in as a state rep, uh, it's all about jobs, jobs, mm-hmm. jobs. It's That's exactly right. If you can't take care of your mm-hmm. family, if you can't make a living wage, everything else is pretty unimportant. Yeah, I agree. And that's what this is all about. You know, uh, you mentioned that this was bipartisan legislation. Yeah. One of the things that I was interested in uh, when Jay would give his reports last uh, spring about what was going on in Little Rock is is how much bipartisan legislation was being passed mm-hmm. this past year by the Arkansas legislature. Uh, as somebody who just has r- rudimentary access to information from Washington, I read uh, Senator Womack's uh, weekly email that he sends out, and they're passing all sorts of legislation it sounds like on the on a bipartisan level in the house in addition to highly partisan legislation um how much bipartisan legislation is is getting through both houses and getting to the president and being signed and do you feel like if there is more like this do you feel like people are aware enough that congress is in fact 
Is it functioning on some levels that we don't perceive? And right. could you talk about that? No, it really is. Now, this Congress is a little bit unusual. We've got all of this stuff going on. And, and then you had, you know, the switch in the House yes. and, and just the the leadership differences and all of that. And all of that has to settle down, and it will. Last Congress, uh, again, in a very bipartisan fashion, we passed the revamp of the criminal justice mm -hmm. system. Yep. Overwhelming votes in the House and the Senate working together. That's something that people have been working on for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And only about 2% of the prison population is federal. Most of it is, mm -hmm. is state, state prisons. Mm -hmm. But they got the same problem. You know, it's a revolving door. You know, 40, 50% yes. of those people wind up back in prison in a fairly short period mm -hmm. of time. So this is an effort to give them skills, mm -hmm. to give them uh, opportunities uh, so that they can rehabilitate themselves and then strengthening the parole system, which is, is pretty good mm -hmm. at the federal mm -hmm. level, to see if we can stem that tide. That's good for everybody. Yes. Uh, also, we passed a big opioid bill, which mm -hmm. is ravishing yes. the, the mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in a very nice little hospital in a very nice little community in Arkansas. Uh, they said that 40% of the women that were about to give birth were addicted to something, if wow. you can imagine. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably true across the state. Yes. That's not, you know, wasn't too long ago that if you had that kind of situation, you would actually take those children away. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that with 40%. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a generational thing. Mm -hmm. That's something that we at the federal level, you as a pastor are going to be dealing yep. with, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you as a state rep. This is a societal thing. That, that And then so often we just shove all this stuff on the schools and say, you know, figure it out. Right. You're, you're, yeah. the, you're the answer. Yeah. Yeah. We passed a big water resource bill that uh, – has to do with our harbors and uh, ports, mm -hmm. you know, things like mm -hmm. that. Passed a farm bill, record number of votes in the Senate. Uh, we passed a bill called the Mission Act, which allows veterans that if they live uh, further than 30 minutes or so away, uh, they don't have to travel. You know, they can get their care rather locally. than going locally, rather than going to Fayetteville or Little Rock. You know, Fayetteville's not that far. But you can imagine, you know, if you're in someplace in, in south, southern Arkansas or eastern Arkansas, you know, you're traveling great distances. Mm -hmm. So that was a good thing. So really, the, you know, and the list goes on and on. Again, those were very bipartisan. Where we get in trouble is over the social issues, abortion, yeah. you yep. know, things like mm -hmm. that. You have a lot. And that's really what gets all of the uh, – Gets all of the press. It gets all the attention. It gets all of the attention. It's got to be. I you you don't have to say anything, but it's got to be frustrating to do a bunch of work, and see positive fruits, and then have such a difficult time communicating. Yeah. So anyway, I appreciate no, no, you sharing that stuff. This year, something that's really important that we'll be working with our you know with the state, we will be reauthorizing the big highway transportation bill. That's about forty percent of the state's funding mm -hmm. for its infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So it's very very important. Uh, we were able to pass that uh, unanimously out of the Environment and Public Works Committee. Again, Democrats and Republicans mm -hmm. working together. The Finance Committee also has to act. They've got to figure out a way to pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's always <laughs> so where we, the devil is, always, right? Yeah. yeah, it's good to be on the committee. So <laughs> yeah. This is what we need yeah. to do. Yeah. Let's do yeah. this. You guys figure this <laughs> out. Figure it out. Uh -huh. but, but again, this is something that, uh, that we've been able to do uh, as we needed mm -hmm. to. 
in a very bipartisan way. That's great. You know, yeah. uh, and prison reform, something Jay and I mm. have talked about. Uh, Sebastian County's a 70% recidivism yeah. in Sebastian County. I'm sure you know our foster care issues. You know all yeah. these things. But it's such a crisis. And it I, is a crisis. And I think uh, for people to be able to see the symbiotic nature of poorly funded schools, opioid addiction, lack of access to for job training and getting people on their feet as they get out of prison. All these things are related. Right. Um, and it takes solving all of them or addressing all of them, it seems like to me, to bring enough critical mass together to start turning that around. And so the fact that you guys did that on a federal level hopefully will be an inspiration to states. Um, I know Governor Hutchinson here is trying to address this. Uh, so I, I'm very excited about the steps taken on that. Uh, I agree totally. And again, it's, it's, it is something that we're all going to have to deal with. Certainly there's a role for mm -hmm. the church. There's a role for government at all levels. Mm -hmm. uh, I was pleased. I was at the first graduation at the, uh, the, the uh, state prisons mm -hmm. of their uh, college program. Mm -hmm. They started one. We, we actually allowed Pell Grants the grants, mm -hmm. you know, for yeah. people that, that are in a situation where they need help. We uh, did a pilot project and allowed some prisons to participate. Mm -hmm. Arkansas was one of those. And, and I, you know, as I would or you all would, you know, you've got a big group of people. you got lots of guards there. You can mm -hmm. imagine because you got lots mm -hmm. of people that need to be guarded. Protected, <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> and then again, you've got a pretty, pretty significant prison population there with all different stuff. But so I grabbed some of the guards, and they were from all of you know different mm -hmm. prisons. I grabbed the wardens and said, "Tell me, you know, individually." I said, "Tell me, you know, is this a program that's working? You know, is this a good use of the taxpayers' mm -hmm. dollars?" And to a person, they said it was working well. That it wasn't too long after they could see a change in the in the uh, prisoners that were actually mm -hmm. participating in their attitude. And then it wasn't too long after that you could actually see a change in the prison. Mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. you're putting some hope mm -hmm. in there and this mm -hmm. and that. So these are the kind of programs that we need to go forward yeah. with. And they're fairly, you know, they're fairly easy mm -hmm. to do. I believe shorter colleges, mm -hmm. uh, the they colleges, yeah. is, you know, uh, participating and providing the. So it's a good partnership mm -hmm. there. It helps shorter, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, and then again, it helps us in the sense just a society. Mm -hmm. You know, not having to deal with the crime that it right. causes. Invariably, when you send somebody to jail, uh, they are working to some degree. You know, working, right. supporting their family. So you leave a family that's destitute, mm -hmm. then society has to take care of them. So all kinds of reasons mm -hmm. to to be aggressive. Well, that's great, and certainly uh, as a pastor, the moral parameters of trying to address that is important. Yeah. To oh, me very as well. much. So, yeah, um, Jay, what's the next thing on our list? Oh, it was the flood. We were going to talk yeah. to you about just kind of your, you were here right when it happened. You're back here now in uh, October. Kind of what's your view of how things went down in Fort Smith um, and where they are now? Yeah, how did how did, how did did you find out? I mean, the news and everything, but do being that in Washington, somebody kind of sends you the bad no, signal, no, hey, this no, is what's no, going on? You know, it's, it's interesting because the, the river is a federal component. Mm -hmm. And so we you know, were constantly getting updates and things. Uh, you know you're in trouble, you know, when you you fly. I was with the governor and, you know, uh, some other folks flying across, Steve, you know, different different people. You're flying across and you look down and you see the locks and dams underwater. Yeah. And th there's two things that happened. The height 
you know, it being so high, and then also the flow rate was mm-hmm. just off the chart. Normally, out here you might have, you know, 45,000 cubic feet per second or whatever. In fact, I was listening to an NPR uh, uh, deal about the flooding in South Dakota, and they were saying that the the flood rate was like at 90,000 cubic feet per second. Normally it was 45, and they were ringing, you know, ringing their hands about this, and I was with one of my staffers. I said, Gene, we were in Dardanelle, mm-hmm. been in Fort Smith, Dardanelle, and came back to Fort Smith. I said, tell me what the flow rate here was, and it was like 710,000 wow. cubic mm-hmm. feet per yeah. second. So the system held up pretty well, mm-hmm. you know, as far as our mm-hmm. levees and dams, but uh, I, you know, the, the, this community is such a good job coming together, providing the support. Uh, you can go all the way back to Katrina, you know, mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. our time, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure further back mm-hmm. than that, stepping up, you know, providing the resources. But it was a real tragedy, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and we're working hard now to get the river fully reopened. That's a big problem mm-hmm. to get the, you know, the traffic going mm-hmm. because you can imagine there's people that make a living mm-hmm. depending on mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, on that that flow of goods mm-hmm. and services. So we're continuing to work hard. We're visiting with the core. You know, mm-hmm. literally on a on a weekly, two weekly yeah. basis as to mm-hmm. what's going on. Now, do you guys have? Because it's my understanding that this all stemmed from further up north. You know, around in Oklahoma, where it all started. Is there conversations with your counterparts from Oklahoma with how do we keep this from happening again? And no, what's ver- that look very like? much so? It's, it's kind of a different situation. The, the the impoundments, you know, that hold the water are all on the Oklahoma side, mm-hmm. and uh, they were. Letting water out, you know, evidently not letting enough water out, and then they had like a 20 inches of rain yeah. in a very short period of time, and it got so high that it almost was going to top the impoundment. When it does that, then it structurally weakens the dam, and so yeah, we're working very hard because it not only, you know, not only affected Arkansas but below mm-hmm. that dam, whether you're in Oklahoma or Arkansas, they were severely yeah. affected. Muskogee was affected. Yeah. Tulsa was affected greatly. So they had uh, the same kind of damage in Oklahoma as we did in Arkansas. And so the question is, you know, can you do a better job releasing that water early or was it, you know, just purely mm-hmm. an act of nature? Mm-hmm. But we're working really hard mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Senator Inhofe, Senator Lankford, and the rest of the Oklahoma delegation along with Senator Cotton and, and the Arkansas component. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, certainly uh, Steve, you know, the mm-hmm. rest of the rest of the folks. Yeah. But that is a, it's a big deal. But uh, it truly was just a, it goes back, that flood um, would be a much bigger flood than back in the 1920s, because mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we, we did have all of this stuff in place. Yeah. But it's hard to imagine uh, the amount of water that, that mm-hmm. flowed through there. Pine Bluff was, uh, you know, a concern. Mm-hmm. Darnell was breached, around Paris was breached, so... Uh, lots, lots of damage. Yeah. Although there could have been a lot more damage if it hadn't been for the integrity of mm-hmm. the system. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I knew we were in trouble when the barge got sucked into the lock. Yeah, I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. this seems like a bad thing. It probably wasn't <laughs> planned. I don't think it was designed for this. Yeah. That seemed like it was a bad moment. <laughs> well, I knew we were in trouble too, and they, you know, being here and, and and again understanding Fort Smith, the area, 
when they started shutting down the interstates. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the big deal? You yeah. Know, we're just going to shut down all the roads. <laughs> yeah, you know, no problem. Coming in and going yeah. out of Fort Smith. And yeah. so we were able to say, you know, do you really need to do this? You know, if mm-hmm. it's a, if it's a safety factor, you know, we, we need to do this for sure. If it's not, you know, and it's, it's maybe a, you know, mm-hmm. we want to do it, then then that was a bad move. So to their credit, they, they worked very, very mm-hmm. hard, you know, to look and make sure. And uh, no bureaucracy involved, you know, worked hard immediately, mm-hmm. and then we were able to get that open back up. Yeah, I think that made a difference yeah, to I get did. that. 540 bridge going oh, i mean even psychologically yeah. outside of the travel just it was like it felt like that scene in batman where they blew up all the bridges at the end of the world no, you're, you're exactly movies. right yeah. and yeah, where it's like this seems bad yeah uh well senator thanks so much for spending time with us i would like to relay a story that i don't know if you remember uh but i moved here uh seven years ago and shortly after i moved here um i joined the board of the reynolds crisis intervention center oh yeah, yeah. and um it's a, great, uh, it's a great, great, organization. great organization. It's the only domestic violence shelter in seven counties here in Western Arkansas. Uh, it's something that I've been very passionate about since I moved here. Um, when uh, right before I moved, uh, the director, Susan Steffens, had taken over and the shelter was in crisis. Uh, there was a financial crisis uh, there due to mismanagement and was about to close its doors is how the story was relayed to me. Mm-hmm. And she told me about being at a meeting and seeing you out in the hallway and she ran out of her meeting and she went and grabbed you she told you the story uh, of what was happening and you were able to allocate discretionary funds to keep that shelter open and uh, it's open today it's thriving today it has great leadership under a director named Penny Burns Um, but as somebody who cares deeply about that I just wanted to thank you for making that decision in the moment Um, I'm sure you get a gazillion requests of ways that you could help and allocate funds and do this for me and do this for these people. Uh, That was a case where uh, your decision made a difference in the lives literally of hundreds of women and children here in Western Arkansas. I'm very grateful for it. And so I just wanted to say thank you for making that decision back then. You know, again, all of those things that are everybody working together and you know, the nice thing about what I do and really the nice thing that you do as a pastor and, and certainly, you know, mm-hmm. you, Jay, as a state rep, the, uh, you know, it's all about using the power of the office, using wherever you're at for good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're blessed that we're in mm-hmm. positions mm-hmm. that we can do that, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. more often. Of course, the downside is we're going to be held accountable. Right. <laughs> I think about that often in my own exactly. life, yeah. Senator. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you could give the, mm-hmm. the theological basis <laughs> yes. for that. But I'm so pleased that, you know, that you got involved. I, I can't think of anything. You know, it's not solving the problems in the Middle East and all that, but it is a huge deal to those mm. families. It is, know, absolutely. It's, it's just, and it's not only, you know, the, the, the crisis then. It's like I talked about with the drug issue. I mean, this is a generational mm-hmm. thing. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. putting, helping those families, you know, getting them stabilized, mm-hmm. where, you know, hopefully those families will become more stable. Mm-hmm. And then have the opportunity to, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy the, the same things that the rest of us. But mm-hmm. it's hard to understand, you know, some of the, uh, you know, the terrible drama and tragedy mm-hmm. that they're going through. So yeah. thank you for doing your part. And I know that, you know, certainly you're involved also. I, I, not as much as, as the good pastor here. He, he makes me look bad a lot of times. That's but my no, goal but usually. That's <laughs> what I try to decide. But, will but this make Jay look bad? You do a good job of <laughs> yeah. that. Hey, but before we do leave out of here – 
it, what what would you like our listeners to know about you that they they may not know? Maybe something that you're working on or not working on, or just anything you would like to to open up and share. Well, that's a good question. Like I said, I I want to express to them, you know, the the gratitude for being able to represent them, and that we really are working hard to use the power of the office to get for good. Certainly, if they're and you all run across it all the times, and and you know, Jay, you're able to handle it at the state level. Uh, Pastor, you know, you've got lots of things going on. But, but again, yourselves, your listeners, if something comes up, if they've run afoul of the federal bureaucracy, you know, if they're having trouble with, uh, you know, disability, if they're having trouble with their veterans' benefits, if they're having trouble with whatever, IRS, uh, maybe they're getting ready to go on a trip and they forgot that their passport, <laughs> you know, was expired. Mm-hmm. We see those things, you know, they're yeah. leaving tomorrow. <laughs> and the good news is that, you know, everybody working in, we can step in and, and, and help, you know, solve some of those yeah. problems. So I think that's the main thing is, you know, uh, that your listeners to be sure and holler at us if they need us. Good. That's great. That's great to know. And, and I'm sure our listeners will take you yep. take full advantage of that. So again, what about parishioners that are upset with their pastor? Can I refer them to your office as well, uh, or do I have to handle that myself? I think that's a, a state rep issue. Oh, that's you're the, right. Uh, yeah, that's Jay? a local issue. Yeah, why aren't you taking care uh, of this for that's, me? That's, that's a local community okay. issue. Okay. But hey, anyway, well, uh, we can, all three of us can identify with that. I used to be on the school board <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for seven years and really enjoyed that the, in the sense, you know, you can again, you can directly influence mm-hmm. behavior that that affects young people. And I tell people, I was telling a group this morning, uh, an administrator asked me a question. I said, look, we can talk about all of these issues. We can talk about impeachment. We can talk about Iran. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's not near as hard as dealing with cheerleader problems at the high school. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, and you run into the same yeah, thing as Pastor right. in a different right. way. That's know, right. Whether it's how, yeah. how you do communion or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, the songs. The, yeah, that's yeah. right. And then, Jay, you're faced with the same thing yeah. with, you know, yeah, no, that's that's a very good point, especially when our pastor goes over the time limit to, oh yeah, to give a sermon. Yeah, you know, short like sermons or winners. <laughs> so are you a guy? Do you start tapping your watch? I, I, yeah, I'm looking at him. When I came <laughs> to visit the one time, you know, he yeah. he ran a little long. It was just I as I started. You started looking at your watch. Yeah, actually, actually, so. I walked into church ready to go. Yep. Uh, but well, hey, we, Senator Bozeman, thank you so much guys. for your time. We, yeah, we really appreciate you. it. Thanks for all you do. And uh, and thank you, listeners, for joining us for another week of the four seven nine. And we'll we'll see you next week. Take care. Peace.